Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. What's up? This is Danny J. And this is Jill Coleman. What are we talking about today? Um, we are going to talk about what are we, what did I say we were going to talk about? <laughs> Seriously, for getting ready. Oh, yes, getting ready. I, we were talking about so many things. I was thinking about the other topics. Um, yes. So I just thought of this. You you guys really love the body image conversations and weight loss and food obsession. And I, I think there are always great conversations to come back to because there's so many nuanced versions of these conversations. And this is something that came from an idea from my, my boyfriend. And I know this really affects women probably more disproportionately than men, but also men it's recently I put, you know, I have my little phone screen saved and we took it. We did a photo shoot back in 2019. And I was like, babe, I really want to take some photos again. One, cause my hair is like way longer. And two, it's been a couple of years and we have a puppy and I want dog in the picture. Right. So it's like thinking it'd be fun to do like a little family photo shoot. And he said, yeah, I'd like to, but I want to wait until I lose a few pounds first. And he actually told me this maybe five or six months ago too. And so I'm like, okay, like at what point, you know, what, what is the weight that we have to get to before we're quote allowed to take some photos or something. And it's made me think this has happened to me many times where when I first started the sweaty Bettys, I wanted to do a lot of YouTube and I I was 30 pounds higher than I was you know, competing weight. And I remember thinking, oh, I don't want to get on video till I lose, you know, 15 pounds, 20 pounds. And finally I was just like, forget it. It's going to take too long. I'm going to go ahead and get myself out there. But how many times do we not do things like take photos or videos or get online or put ourselves out there, maybe speak on stage because we think we need to lose a few pounds. And what does that few pounds even do? Like, what's the big difference? Is it really changing anything? And I know looking back, but one of the reasons I brought this up too, something that made me think about was my mom passed away a little over a year ago and I hardly have any photos of her. And one of the reasons was she'd always go, don't take a picture of me. I'm too fat. Don't take a picture of me. I'm too fat. And there were times where there was photos of her when she quote, thought she was too fat, but she was way smaller then than she is, you know, at this point. So it's like, I know there was this meme that says, I, I wish I was as fat or as skinny as I was when I thought I was fat. Right. And so if we're always waiting for that moment, but it never happens, are we missing out on these mm. big lifetime moments because we're hoping we're going to get just a little smaller? And so I just thought it was a good thing to talk about because the holidays are coming up too. And this is also a time where people maybe are a little bit more, they may be eating more. They might put on a little bit of weight. And then like, these are times when there's family moments and we're taking photos and are we missing out on these moments? Cause we don't like how we look and how can we get right with that? Mm-hmm. It's so good. And you know, you and I both competed and I know for you, we both went about it a little bit differently, but every time I competed, I always gained back the weight. And sometimes we gained back more, I'd gain back, you know, 15, 20, sometimes even like 25, 30 pounds after a show. And I, I have no pictures of those times. I mm-hmm. only have pictures and I wish I had those those photos, you know, I wasn't necessarily, no one would call me like overweight or obese at the time, but I remember I was just not, I would not want any pictures taken. I would not even take any of my, like of myself or anything like that. I only have pictures of me, quote unquote, in show shape. 
And I remember, and you probably remember this too, early days of internet, social media, and on MySpace, you would only ever show pictures or do photo shoots when you were quote unquote in shape. That was it. And so it really fed into this feeling of shame when you weren't in that kind of shape. I think we've gotten a lot better now. And I think we've done sort of a 180 where you have these influencers, you know, posting pictures, grabbing their stomach or, you know, showcasing their cellulite and stuff like that. There wasn't like, we started with like what, that was 10 years, 20 years ago that they were not showing that stuff on early days of social media because it just was, it really truly was the highlight reel. And I think we still have a long way to go to see like a real woman's body, but I remember even, and I remember the moment I decided to stop like obsessing about how I looked at when I showed up to events and get pictures taken and stuff like that. It was when it was in 2012 and I was just sort of coming out of this, uh, the sort of dieting phase. I had a bunch of photo shoots and then I sort of quit. I was, I'm not going to diet anymore. I'm just not doing, I'm going to figure it out. But I got asked to speak at an event and I wasn't even speaking on fitness and nutrition. I was speaking on business. And I fucking started dieting to speak at an event. Like I was like, I need to be in shape to speak at a podium. Like what? And then I had this moment and I was just like, this is ridiculous. Jill, you want to be a speaker. Like you want to be speaking at a lot of events. This is your first one. Like you can't afford to put this much pressure on yourself if you truly want to be a speaker. And I remember I would have people at the event want to take a picture with me after I spoke at the event. And I would feel self-conscious like, okay, does it look good? Like, is it something I would post? Then just, it happened so many times. I was like, no, I would definitely not post any of these pictures, but what am I going to do? It's a person who like is at the event. They're not thinking I look a certain way. So they would start saying, oh, do you want to look at it before I post? And I would say, no, post that shit. That was my practice. No, post that shit, post that shit. I'm not, I don't want to look at it, whatever. It's fine. And that really helped me to be like, cool, this, I never wanted someone to see me in person and be like, whoa, she looks completely different than she does online. Because I, I saw that in other people in the fitness industry. Like I would go to the Arnold and they weren't dieted down. I'd be like, who is that? Like, it just it like looks so different. I never wanted someone to feel that about me. And I was like, Jill, you want to be doing more speaking gigs. You want to be out and doing events. You can't afford to put this much pressure on yourself all the time. And as soon as I start like stop doing that, everything was fine. But it, it's so much more liberating to just be able to show up on a video. And I realize, you know, both of us have probably, quote unquote, you know, thin privilege or, you know, fit privilege or whatever, because we do have a normal sized body. But, you know, I think if you wait to look a certain way to start doing some of the big things you want to do, and we can use the context of internet business and showing up on social media, you're going to be that much further behind. You know, so I would rather you just be like, this is what the fuck I look like, show up, be consistent, start putting your footprint down on social media so that if, and then you can like slowly start getting in shape if you want from there, but you're not starting from scratch a year from now because it took you a whole year to lose the 30 pounds or 20 pounds that you wanted to, or felt like you had to, you're just that much further behind. So I don't think it can, I honestly do not think that it can, it it can, uh, what's the opposite of benefit? like break your business. Like, I don't think like you showing up not in the shape that you want is bad for your business. I just don't think it is. Now, can it maybe be better to be looking a little more aesthetic because we have social media, there's an aesthetic sort of like, yeah, if you have more visible muscle or, you know, you have more of an aspirational physique, then sure. We can have that conversation around like cultural norms, but that doesn't mean that it takes away from who you are now and the, and the value that you're adding by 
just showing up as you right now. And so I would say, just get fucking started. And then if you want, bring your audience along for the ride. That'd be fun. Yeah. They could like, you know, and I know a lot of people do that where it's like, Hey, I'm in a, I'm in a cutting phase or I'm in a, I'm leaning out or whatever. And you bring your audience along for it. And so don't make the mistake of waiting, waiting, be that much further behind. Yep. I had a very similar experience to you with photos at events and realizing I had no control over how I looked in other people post and also seeing those people who look different and had the same internalization of, I don't want to look so different when people meet me in person that they don't know who I am because I had the same experience as you. And I had that like feeling of, I don't want someone to not recognize me and then have these conversations like, Whoa, did you see her? She looks so, right, know, she blew so up different. Right. So I had this very similar experience. And also one of those was just going, fuck it. I got to be online and I have to speak and I've got to do this. And if I lose weight on the way, cool, but I can't hold back and hold my message back because I'm waiting to get the number on the scale that I think is okay to be online. I think one of the reasons we think we need to lose the weight is because we think it's going to bring more confidence, but the truth is, and you know, this as well, we talked about the confidence, confidence loop is that the more you do it, the more confident you become. So as you're out there on social media or on stages or you know, speaking or doing whatever it is you do where you're being visible, you're going to gain more confidence whether or not you lose the weight. If you happen to lose the weight at the same time, then cool, you may get more confident, but we've talked about this before, just because you're smaller doesn't equate to more confidence. We have been, and we've shared our stories about this, where we've been 10%, 13% body fat and the most insecure ever, like sitting there. I know I've been sitting at a pool with my legs crossed at 10% body fat, trying to see if I had cellulite popping out the side, wanting to cover up, wanting to like put a shawl over my shoulders and cover up my stomach. And I had a fucking six pack with like just skin on my stomach and literally being so in my head about how that looked. So it wasn't re it wasn't reality anyway. So the idea that if we hit a certain weight and yes, I do agree that sometimes you don't feel as good, right? Like there are times where we've been eating shitty. We feel bad. We're like bloated. Maybe just came back from a vacation or a trip and you're like, I'm really bloated. Yeah. Maybe don't like schedule a photo shoot like the day after vacation. (laughs) Right. So there is something to say about sometimes you just do feel better at a little bit of a lower weight. But if this is a constant in your life, if you're like, you're always trying to lose this weight and it's not happening, just give yourself some grace and go, this is how I look right now. This is how it's going to be. I could, you know, like if I would say to Jeff, let's do photos now, and then we could do it again in six months. Like we'll take photos again. You know, when we do branding, branding photos, you try to take them more often. So we can just take these pictures. And then if you lose the weight, well, and also like normalize that your body's going to change. You and I have been doing this over a decade. Like we Mm -hmm. look, we've looked different at times, you know, like I was super, I shared a couple of images on my story a couple of days ago when I started Jillfit because Jillfit just turned 12 this month and I was like a skeleton, you know, I was so lean, but I was so miserable and, and whatever. And, you know, and then there were times in like 2016, 2017, when you and I were going out all the time and like, you know, I was still fit, but I mean, I was looking like a little chunky, you know, and it was fine. Like I, at the time I wasn't like, oh my God, I'm fat or whatever, but like, and then I like lost a little bit. So if you're going to be quote unquote in the limelight, for Mm -hmm. like as a career, you know, if you want to do internet business or you have a personal brand or you're showing up and using social media, 
normalize the fact that there are going to be ebbs and flows in your weight. We have a friend of ours right now who just was starting to get some people commenting, like she looks like she lost weight. She used to be into powerlifting like two years ago, gained some weight because she was getting really fucking strong. And she just like lost like 10 pounds and people have been commenting. And like, if you're going to have a long career, there's going to be fluctuations. You're going to be five, 10, 15, even 20, maybe pounds up at times. Then you're going to be down again. You know, look at uh, Blog Lottie's, who's a friend of yours. Yeah. She's had many different bodies over the course of the last 15 years doing internet business. And none of that is bad or good. It just is. And that's a natural progression as someone goes through life. And so I think the faster you can sort of rip the bandaid off and just be like, show the fuck up how you are right now. And then if you have a goal, you can always work towards it, but don't make the mistake of waiting. Just do now and then do more later. And yeah. it's and like I just think a lot of people wait too long. They don't do a photo shoot. They don't get online. They don't you know do videos, and then they're wishing that they did later. Yeah, I think and I just fucking do it. I think there's so many things we can do to help us increase confidence that don't have to do with our weight. So it's like get your hair done by like, you know, go to dry bar and get your hair blown out so that you feel better about yourself that way, or get someone to do your makeup for you or wear clothes that make you feel really confident. There was a gal I follow online. I feel like her name is Mika or Micah. Um, can't remember her last name, but she did this post where she was kind of just showing this outfit she was wearing. It was like these jeans and kind of a crop top. And she had it on video and like, she actually posted, I don't, she was originally going to. And then she's like, fuck it. I'm going to put this out there. But she was just like standing awkward. And it was like, this isn't comfortable. And I'm trying to show off this outfit, but I don't feel good in it. And then she was like, screw it. And when I put on some like sweatpants and then she was just like walking with her chin up, she's like, Ooh, I feel good. I feel hot in this. And it was just like, sometimes our clothes just make us feel bad. Mm -hmm. It's like, we don't feel comfortable in something. This makes us feel uh, overly insecure or feel like we have to suck things in or stand a certain way. And I definitely have outfits like that. I'm like, I think they'd be cool, but I'm so uncomfortable. They just stay in my closet because it makes me think too much about how I am presenting and how I look. So there's other ways that you can feel more confident that you can look more confident and you can tell that exudes out. And it's not that it's like wearing your quote fat clothes. It's just whatever makes you feel good, feel prettiest colors, the way things fit. There's so many things that can make you feel more confident without actually having to lose a certain number on the scale. Right. Which is why I will not ever go down to low rise jeans. I don't care (laughs) if you Gen Zers want people to wear low rise again. I'm not going back to Britney 2003. It's fucking not (laughs) happening because it not only is it unflattering in my mind to myself, right? No, other people can get away with it. That's fine. It doesn't feel good to me, but I feel so exposed. Yeah. I know you like just came on the high waisted like a couple of years ago. You were like a little behind. I'd be interested if you want, you're going to go back to low waisted. Shantae wears low waisted. I would not, not changed. I would not mind, honestly, because I have such a long torso. I still think high waisted looks weird on me. There's certain styles that I can get that work, but I got a long torso. It's different for us long torso people, I feel like. It doesn't know, like high waisted, high waisted for a lot of people it covers their belly button. It just goes right below my belly button. So I'm like, this still doesn't look right. So, oh really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I can't do it. (laughs) It exposes. I feel like everything's hanging out. But that, that being said too, I wouldn't wear low waisted with a crop top. Like I'll do a crop top with high waisted, but I'm not going to do like, that's just, yeah, that's weird. You know, actually this is something weird right now. Speaking of fashion and styles, like I can't do, and maybe I'll catch up. I'm tend to be a little slow apparently, but the mom jeans, I'm not a fan of like the, I just I'm like, no, the straight leg. Yes. The straight leg mom jeans that are like high-waisted and the, 
I don't, and then the chunky white shoes. I can't, yeah, I can't do it. It I looks like cute. Dipped into it a little bit. It looks but... cute on some people. I'm just like, uh, I don't feel like. I remember me. this trend from the 90s. It was like the straight leg jeans. Yeah. The sneakers and then like the little camisoles. Remember like those little yes. like skinny yep. like camisoles, but also it's a, it's a fine line. You know, Keith, I talked about this with Keith and he's just like, where he's like, you always look fine. Like, you know, so I'm always yeah. like, well, I'm like, oh, I can never, he's like, why do you even try and stay on trend? If you don't like right. it, don't wear it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, because there, you know, there's a fine line. I mean, in my forties now can't be, I mean, it's not that I, I think you wear whatever fuck you want. Like at the end of the yeah. day, wear it if you want. But we all know that like one cautionary tale of that person we've seen where we're like, ah, it just like looks a little, I don't know. Like for example, the braids are in right now. Those like skinny braids that go across the side of your face. Like I would look ridiculous in something like that. I think you could pull it off because you yeah. have that more like cute look. You could definitely get away with like pigtails or something like that. But I would look ridiculous with something like that. So I think you need to know yourself, know your vibe and then dip into trends lightly. Yes. As a 40 plus year old. But I remember See, like hating my mom's style when, when I was young. I'd be like, oh, like, why are you wearing that like old? Like, it just felt like, did you ever like hate oh, your mom's style? Oh, totally. Now so I'm like, much. I think that's me. Well, I remember too, in like seventh grade, I was doing like body suits and bell bottoms. And my mom was like, oh my gosh, we wore bell bottoms in the seventies when I grew up and I, and she just thought it was gross. It was coming back, but I could do bell bottoms again. And I think it's coming back a little, yeah, I would go that back. route. I can't do the, I can't do like the mom jeans, but I could do the bell bottoms. So I'll just pick and choose. I think you're right. It's like, yeah. what's your style? You figure it out. I think there's, yeah. And it's, it is up to what like makes you feel good and the most confident. Totally. And there's, you know, I did this, a post on this about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, but I was at hair love retreat and the, my friend Elizabeth, or she was on the podcast. You guys know Elizabeth Fay. she wanted to do headshots for all the people who were speaking or part of the retreat. So, but she wanted them to look on brand. So it was very boho vibe. So I didn't have any, I just had like black kind of rocker t-shirts and just a lot of black. I have a lot of black. And so I go, well, I don't have anything to shoot. So she gave me this like blue flowery flowy dress to borrow and I wore it and it was a gorgeous dress and it was super cute, but I was so uncomfortable. I was going to go speak on stage and I was wearing it for like an hour and I'm like, I can't, this doesn't feel good to me. It felt like it didn't feel like me. And so I did a post on, you know, what kind of things are we wearing? Like literally, and maybe not literally, but what are you wearing? That's not you that you can take mm -hmm. off and mm -hmm. actual, actual clothes. Some clothes just don't feel like you and you can't express the way you want to express. You can't move the way you want to move. Same thing. Like with workout clothes, I'm very comfortable in, in, uh, yoga pants, like tight pants, but there are some days like on my period, I'm like, mm, I don't want to wear tight pants today. I'll throw on some sweatpants that are looser baggier. And then I can feel like me and I don't have to walk around with my stomach sucked in and worried about if I got blood on my shorts kind of thing. <laughs> so, you know, I think this goes into the whole thing of not waiting because also like our bodies fluctuate over time. Yes. But also even over the month, like some totally. Times of the month, you're just like, I feel ick, can't suck in my stomach no matter what I do. My body just feels blah. My face is bloated and my eyes are puffy and my finger, like my rings don't fit. And I just <laughs> literally am 10 pounds full of water and I don't feel great. So what can you do? So you do feel better. So you can show up and not hide and wait for like, you can't, you've got people out there to serve. We got to talk and we got to, you got stuff to do. And 
we got to stop worrying about the couple of pounds before we live our lives. And also like back to some of the photos and things, take some damn photos. You're going to wish. And I wish like, to your point, I wish I had photos of mm-hmm. some of those types. Cause I, I bet if I looked back now, I'd be like, Oh, I looked fine. But right. in my head, Oh my gosh. In my head, right. I felt like I looked so terrible. And I wish I had pictures of my mom at certain points and we don't have any photos of her because she was always quote too fat to take a photo. She would mm-hmm. get really mad. And it's like, don't do that. Don't do that to your friends and family. I, I'll just say one more thing. I sometimes Jeff makes me coffee in the morning. Sometimes I make his coffee, but we have a espresso machine and we steam milk. So every time he's much better at steaming the milk, I usually ask him to do it. But every time I do it, I try to pour like a dick in the top of his latte. I'm not really good at it, but every time I bring it over to him and I just like hand it, I'm all proud. I'm like, here you go. And I just wait to see the look on his face to see if he can see the penis that I made out of milk. And he just rolls his eyes. I was like, babe, if I died, you would so miss this. You'd be like, man, I wish that she would just make it like she'd be here today to make a dick in my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, you know, it's the small things you miss about someone, Mm -hmm. but literally some things that you just wish you had photos of moments. And if you're, you're worried about yourself, you're actually denying other people in your life that as well. joy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The joy. I agree. I love it. And this is a great conversation. And I'm glad we kind of talked a little around like the, the fashion and the outfits too, because I think that makes a big difference, especially if you're doing a photo shoot. I do photo shoots pretty consistently for business. And without a doubt, without fail, every single time there's one outfit that I'm like, ah, didn't photograph well every time. Right. And it's fine. It doesn't mean I won't use those images, but I'm like, ah, yeah. Like, so I learn <laughs> every time we do photo shoot, I kind of learn more and more what looks best on me. And so I can take that information and be like, cool, if I do a speaking, you know, gig, maybe I'll do this. Then I don't have to worry about like feeling a little self-conscious in this. And there's other outfits. Like for me, it's funny, this last, I did a photo shoot a couple months ago and I wore like a flowy dress. I got it from free people and it's like gorgeous dress. And it's like, there's more, like the more boho dude, I look like a marshmallow in that shit. And I was just like, no, I'm sure if someone looked at it, it'd be like, that's fine. Such a pretty dress. It's red, which is a great color for me, but it was just, you couldn't even see my body. And that was the problem with it, especially for someone like me who has more of like a muscular body, you need to see it, you know? So I need to really pay attention to more like body con styles and stuff like that. So you know, you learn and that's why taking pictures is valuable too, to be like, cool, like maybe, maybe not that if I'm going to do a talk or whatever, like to your point, just being confident. So you don't have to worry about how something is falling on you. You can just be fully present in the moment to like show up on video, to show up for your audience, to show up, you know? And so people ask me all the time, especially beginners, their first photo shoot, like, what should I wear? What should I make? And I always say, wear something that you're going to feel confident in, yeah. right? So it doesn't need to show your body if you're not ready to show your body, right? You don't have to wear a sports bra and, you know, spandex shorts if you're not ready for that, right? Just wear something that feels confident because that's how you'll probably show up in joy in the photos. You won't look like, you know, Danny and I used to look like we were taking a shit because we were like <laughs> trying to look sexy and like, it's just not you, Right. But when you show up with like a big smile and you're excited and you're confident, that's what's going to exude. That's what's going to come across in the photo for your audience. And so at the end of the day, if you ha- if you feel more confident, covered up, fucking do it. And then if you start to get a little more confident, yeah, then maybe you can show your body a little bit more, but don't let it hold you back. Whether it's a photo shoot or getting on video or doing a talk, everyone starts not being good at some of that stuff. You know, even just speaking on camera. I mean, I was terrible at it when I first started. 
but it's one of those things where like you have to start at some point and there's going to be some shitty first drafts. So go ahead and get it out there. You'll start feeling more confident, better, and you'll also just get better at it. So, yeah. you know, you'll be thinking less about your body and more about how you're serving and what you're saying and the, the content that you're putting out and how you're delivering it for your audience. I like your example about the dress too, that you realize it's the dress and not you. Sometimes we blame ourselves. So you could have looked at those photos and go like, oh my God, I look so huge and disgusting. And you're like, you just like the dress wasn't flattering. Wrong dress. Yeah. Wrong dress. Wrong dress. That was it. Simple as that. Instead of blaming yourself and like, oh, I can't do another photo shoot for another month until I get in better shape. Maybe you're just wearing the wrong outfit and get some help there. Have a friend yeah. who's really good at fashion. If you don't know, ask a friend to help you out a little bit. I know I wanted it to work. I knew it was a risk, but there we now go. We know. Now we know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love this conversation. I think this is definitely very relevant for all of us, even if you're not sort of in the online space or you're not on social media. But I do think that, you know, at the end of the day, don't look back and regret not having those memories. And like Danny said, don't have a scarcity mindset about it. You can always do more images. Again, you can do take photos in six months. You can always bring your audience along for the ride. You can always change things later, but don't let it hold you back from taking action because there is like some real urgency here, especially if you are a personal brand and you want to start putting your footprint down online. Don't wake up a year from now having not done anything because you're so self-conscious. And uh, I think it's, and we're always our hardest, harshest critic too. So, I mean, I think the thing that you're probably worried about is probably not even something people are going to notice, to be honest. So go for it. Don't let it hold you back. And Danny will yep. report back when her and Jeff do their photos. <laughs> yep. Post that shit, y'all. We'll put fire emojis on it. Make you feel good. We'll touch you up. <laughs> Hashtag post that shit. Love y'all. We'll see you on All the right, next episode. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.